Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 41. It's the episode where we turn 41. Yes. Isn't that a Friends thing? 31? No, 30. Really? I thought they did like one after that. I'm no. not as big of a Friends person as you though. <gasps> Break my heart. Blasphemy. Case, how you doing? I'm good. We have a very, very stacked agenda, so we just we just got to get at it. We also debated what to call it for about, I'm going to say a solid minute or two of like, is it an agenda? Is it, is a it schedule? Is it a, I don't know. Agenda. I think it, it, a to-do list. To talk real. about list. Yeah. <laughs> I like the agenda. Agenda makes it sound like we're like professionals. We're at, well, we are. In a studio. Yes. In our fancy studio. Fancy studio. With, with our, shelves. Yes. We just got new shelves. And new posters, and we're gonna put up our sign. We have a neon sign. This is Dion Family Network. We're super fancy over here. We should actually take a picture when it's done, and then you can post it on our Instagram, or or whoever runs our Instagram. Yeah, we'll get our our s- social media person. Yeah. We can get them on that. Um, I'll make a fo- I'll make a few phone calls. We okay. have the same people. Perfect, perfect. Or their people. Their we'll people call. call our people. Yeah. Okay. Social media person. Say okay. Yes. So how how are you doing? Besides that, I know uh, I'm just I'm gonna tee you up and set you up that uh, oh God, I'm gonna cry. Okay. You are so unbelievably excited, cannot contain your excitement. I was gonna I was trying to think of a joke. I was gonna say the quiet place too, but you are excited for that. Yeah. But, but nothing compares to the friends reunion, which I'm gonna say I helped you discover that you didn't have to stay up until eleven forty five at oh night God, it to was watch it. Maybe the best day. So I I planned my entire day around this. Like I just didn't even know what to do with myself. And I knew it was gonna be on at ten, so I was like, I'm probably gonna need a nap and it's just like I couldn't think of anything else that day. So Jack and I are sitting there and it's like 12, 1230 and like we were just having lunch and the TV's on and I'm like, well, just see, maybe it's on at seven because I'm like, maybe it just, you know, maybe that's West Coast. East, like, you know, I was like, maybe it's on at seven and all of a sudden he could just start playing it. I literally was gone so fast. Like I was like, see ya. And I sat on the edge of my bed and watched it in my room and I did not move for almost two hours. Like I just watched it the whole time. I didn't go on my phone. Well, obviously I didn't go on my phone because I was so engaged I thought it was the best thing. I'm surprised I'm not crying because I cry every single time. Like dad put it on for 10 seconds last night. I started crying. But it was it was so well done. It was like they had table reads. They had, you know, they all got to go back on the sets again. And they had like, you know, casual just talking about certain shows. And they had um, they played the game, the famous game where they lost uh, their apartment. And they played it like nowadays. And then... Uh, they had like special guests and they had like it was just it was everything you would want in a reunion show like then they all sat down with James Corden and they chatted with him and uh, and then people asked questions it was just it was so well done like I just couldn't get over like I, I was hysterical through most of it the first time so then I I didn't know what to do with myself when it ended at 2.30 in the afternoon because I was like, I don't, I can't work. I can't read. I can't, like, I don't know what to do. So I just grabbed wine, sat in the backyard and just drank some wine and just reflected on it because it was just a really special show to me and it always will be and nothing, I don't think another show will ever compare because of the time in my life that it was on, right? So it was really special. So then I watched it again later that night. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm definitely jealous of like what a big deal this is to you because yeah. like i love sh- i love a lot of shows I, there's some great shows i just don't know if they're 
could be a show like friends for me right now friends would be the perfect show to come out now because it could be stuff that i'm going through exactly but for me i don't think i have a show like that i don't yeah. think i have a show where it's like oh it's a reunion i need to watch this i need to see all these characters mm-hmm. back together like i think it'd be cool if they did a seinfeld one like because of doing this they did the fresh prince one i think hbo max is really smart with we're gonna just we're gonna grab on to 90s nostalgia and yeah we're gonna bring these people back together to reflect i liked how they did the little like i just watched little bits and pieces as you watched it the second or third time <laughs> and two two okay and um so far <laughs> it was i liked how they incorporated the table reads that they were doing into the actual yes. scenes and kind of went back and forth on it a little bit yeah it was really um it was so well done and it just made me so happy like when that show premiered I think I was 21 or I was 20 about to be 21 and dad and I had just started dating and he was living at a house with a whole bunch of people who were my friends as well like I'd known them for years because we worked we all worked at the same place so they were already my friends and we lived in this house and you know, you didn't have PVRs and stuff like that. So you had to sit down and watch the show and you had to run and grab your drink on a, a commercial. Like your generation will never know that, that anxiety of like, I got to pee. Well, I do too. And it's, you know, and then we'd have this big dinner and we'd all watch friends and Seinfeld. And then we'd go out and that Thursday night was our big night together. Like, cause everybody worked different shifts and stuff, but we always made a point of Thursday night was like our night. And it just, you know, I kind of grew up and then, you know, I moved here and I had you guys and I don't know, I just feel like I grew up. They were part of my like growing up my 20s. So. Yeah, they were almost like a group of friends that you had and knew. Yeah. But it was just that you were watching them on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really special. And it, it just like I just want to I hope it just stays on HBO Max. Like I hope it never leaves so I can just like when I have those days when I'm just like, you know what? That's what I need today. There's definitely that. that is also the thing with our movie challenges. It brings us out of our comfort zone. But it also I find more often than not, if I'm not watching something for this podcast, I'll go back to something I just I know and love. And for me, like I'll be a podcast or something yeah. like that. You just you now have an added piece of this show that was on for 10 years. Yeah. And yes. now you have an extra piece to that puzzle. I know. I know. And that will, and then we'll never do it again. Courtney Cox kind of made that point. Like this will be, that will be it. It's not going to come back in another 10 years and be like, let's do it again. You know, like that was kind of, that was our, and it was, and it, to me it felt like the right time. Cause well, they were going, they were going to do it last, last year, year. Obviously yeah. a little derailed there, but still doing it. And it's what, when did it end 2004 it ended 17 years ago i think so 17 years since it ended so 27 years since it like obviously it'd be cooler if you did it on like a 25th anniversary but still doing it is enough to keep people engaged for sure for sure i know and everybody i know like when i posted on my social media like like so many people were like yeah like it was just it was just a good time i think it was just a good timing for everybody of just like yeah we need a little little happiness again and a little fun for the night and it was just yeah it was so good to see them all again and they all just look so good and I love their I don't know if you'll ever have a show that has that much camaraderie as well like they just really all get along so well and I think that's why the show was so successful is they really all got along and they really all like each other because they all hang out outside of it still to this day I mean it's been 27 years well 17 since it ended but 27 or 28 since they've met yeah and that they're still friends yeah so 
Thank you. You're welcome. It, to me, it brought me to last year when we had Tiger King and we had this thing to talk about. Right. Although it's not my thing. Like, I'm personally not... Like, I watched Friends. I watched it maybe once or twice, like, through. Yeah. Not, like, my favorite show ever. No. But it was still... I uh, respect, I guess, what it was and what right. it does. Cause, because it's a show that... Even though it's in the 90s and there's some 90s technology or whatever stuff, that kind of thing, it's still a show that will live on for generations. Yeah, like it doesn't have any... I read somewhere and they, they don't have any references to like time things that it won't... It will never be irrelevant because they, it's not like they're going, oh, we're going to see the the Knicks win the cup. I don't know. Like yeah. there was no like reference. Like they would go to a Knicks game, but it's not like, Oh, we have to watch Patrick Ewing in the yes. 1996 Ch- or Chicago Bulls or whatever. Exactly. It's, they were doing it, but it was, you could, you could show some like a very young person, the show and be like, Oh yeah, they made this 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was such a, it was so well done and it was so well written and it was, it was just, yeah, it just brought me so much joy the other day to watch it. And I can't wait because now Meg wants to watch it and Dad will want to watch it. So I hope they want to watch it separately so I can watch it two more times. Well, I can watch it whenever I want, but it just gives me an excuse to watch it again. So I'm not a crazy person, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it makes you crazy for wanting to watch it no matter how yeah. many times. Yeah. I just wanted to, I know I went on my phone, not that I wasn't caring or listening, but I just wanted to uh, look up and make sure that uh, Bo Burnham, who one of my favorite comedians also kind of dove into the world of film and and he did eighth grade. He was uh, in Promising Young Woman. So he's kind of done the director acting and I've, I've known him as a comedian. He's kind of like a half songy kind of in his specials and he's very like, dark like off-brand like he's he's really out there and he put out a special it's a few years ago now and at that point it kind of seemed like okay he's probably not touring again and this is probably it and over the past year he's been filming a new special for netflix oh nice so it's about 90 minutes long and oh i just i have no idea what to expect because he's just so out there and especially this like quarantining world. Like, I don't know what's been going on in his mind because he's already kind of crazy enough. Yeah. And I'm just so excited. I'll probably go back and watch his other ones and then watch this one. It's just... Do you think it'll be different though now that we're in more of a cancel culture and we're in a more like... The, it's society has changed a lot in the last year. I wonder how that changed was within the comedy parameters. I don't... He was never like... For his like dark humor for the most part it wasn't really offensive oh okay there was one there was one one of my favorites is um at the beginning of one of the shows he was doing this song he's like dancing along he's like uh he was doing like the one i say this you say Say this yeah and then um at one point he's like if you like smoking dope let me hear you say hell yeah hell yeah like the crowd yells back yeah and then he pulls up police sirens he's like get them boys like (laughs) Baking right. out the crowd and then... Oh, okay. So he's not offensive. Like no. He, okay. And then the more of his racy joke was he's going back and forth. He's like, let's talk about our favorite snacks. Mac and cheese. And then yeah. back and forth, peanut butter and jelly. Salt and vit. And then has them finish vinegar. Right. But without the VI. Oh, okay. And he goes, wow, what a bunch of racists. <laughs> oh, and okay. Like kind of... And, and that's why it's interesting. He played with the like crowd so much that okay. I'm fascinated by what he's going to do just by himself right right because that was kind of his thing is playing off the crowd so and when's this on do you know uh it's it's already out on netflix oh 
Oh, my goodness. But I've just kind of been, it's one of those things where I'm so excited, but I just, I want to wait for the right time. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense for sure. To really just sit down and engage. Yeah. In the way that I want to. Yeah, exactly. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, you also did watch Cruella. I did on Disney plus. We bought it because, well, rented it, whatever you want to call it, because, um, you know, if I can't go to a movie theater, it is, it does work out cheaper to just watch it at home. And so your girlfriend and I watched it and I loved it. Emma Stone is amazing. Emma Thompson is amazing. Like it's a really well done. It's visually very appealing. It's, uh, it's a great story. I think Emma, uh, Emma Stone is just, she's just brilliant to me. Her acting is is really great and so yeah if anybody's interested I highly recommend it um not just for kids either it's a great movie mm-hmm. I like I like those Disney plus has definitely gone with the smart route of as much as it sucks for us as consumers you can't just release a movie like that yeah just onto your platform for free so no. it's under the premiere access that they did the same thing with um, Mulan. Mulan yeah which I bought as well because I wanted to watch it right away and yeah if you're not going to a movie theater it's what like how much was it? 34. It was a little like, pricey. But then again, that's still cheaper than like if we the, went to the four, theater. four of us or five of us going to a movie theater. Yeah. Not that you guys would probably go see Cruella, but still it was cheaper. Like if just your girlfriend and I went, it would be 30 bucks and then we'd probably have to get some treats or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, I and we have it now. Like it's just we have we can watch it anytime we want. Oh, it's not just like a yeah, rent. Yeah, no, oh, it's that's... not a rent. Like it's like you just own it now, and, and then it comes it free comes on out. in August. It comes yeah. out. So if people aren't if they want to wait, that's totally their prerogative. But I just think for me, I'm just worried about. I'm just worried about these like movies and stuff. Like they have to make their money back and stuff. So Especially I like support, if... I just like supporting it. That's all. I uh, guess big like disney production like it's not cheap to make one of those oh my goodness no when you see it you'll it's pretty crazy like it's really there's some pretty extensive scenes and stuff so it's really good i highly recommend it but we're also one week away officially (gasps) yes loki loki starts next week i'm fascinated because we've gone from this kind of like sitcom multiverse show to like the regular marvel like actiony kind of thing yeah i think they put these shows in order for a reason yeah i think loki's gonna be more along the lines of wandavision okay and kind of going through time owen wilson like it it's just so fascinating because it's more like WandaVision where I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with this. When Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you could see there was a bit more of a like straight a direction line. path. Yeah, for sure. But more of a story. But yeah. When Loki, they can really do anything they want with I it. I know. I'm excited. He's so good. He's just, he plays it, portrays that Loki so well. So I'm excited to see that. Oh, was there anything else you wanted to... Uh, no, I think we're good for that. That was all the kind of things we wanted to... Our housekeeping. 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 Uh, let's get into our top 100 movie challenge okay. this week. Uh, I guess let's start Let's start with Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, sounds good. So Reservoir Dogs, 1992, Quentin Tarantino. We see him quite a bit on this list so far and probably still a few more to come. Yep. Um Follows the story of a jewelry heist gone wrong and uh, six criminals trying to find out who is a rat, snitch, police informant, whatever, however so you want to do are, that. And they are strangers. That's a really key point. They don't know each other. They don't even know their real names because they all have these nicknames. So in, in true Tarantino fashion, it is told out of order 
it is told uh, it is it is gruesome at some points meg kept walking down she goes why do i always walk down when there's like guns and blood and that's whatever. what I, I, I told my girlfriend i w- would love to you to watch tarantino movies they're they're fun they're cool whatever i'm like you're either getting like unbelievable gore or the n-word like yes. you get one of those and most of the time combination 100 percent. yes this one had a lot of that um i like the opening scene though of just them sitting around and they're what are they eating just breakfast yeah they're at like a diner yeah they're at a diner and then it's just like it's just like the way the conversation goes and then they all have to chip in for um the one guy the lead guy joe or whatever right yeah is that his name yeah Yeah. he's the one that planned all of this for this jewelry heist and um and has hired all these guys to do it and then he's like hey i'm gonna pay for it but then if you guys all just chip in a dollar for a tip and steve buchemi's character is like pink yeah i am like i'm not chipping in a dollar like it was a dollar and he made the biggest deal about it. it was so funny like he was just like if i went to a fast food place i'm not tipping them like all she did was bring me coffee. I have to give her a dollar. She she <laughs> filled my cup up three times. Done. I wanted it done six, six. times. <laughs> yeah. Like there's and it's such an interesting conversation because it has nothing to do with the movie, but you learn so much about these characters. Yes. Tarantino's Mr. Brown is talking about the Madonna like a virgin, uh, I guess, song video. Yeah. Yeah. And like they're having this like round table discussion about what they think this song means, which Madonna actually sent to Tarantino saying. Uh, it's not about dick. It's about love. Right. And she sent him her next album and signed it. Oh, Like okay. signed it saying that. Oh, nice. That's a really good tidbit. Um, I think m- for me, my favorite scene. So it's kind of told out of order. It's one of those. It's very Tarantino-ish. Like, but it's it's kind of like I, I think about um, people always talk about like the Snyder cut or director's cut. Do you want to see different versions? I would want to see this movie in Pulp Fiction. I think we said it the same way. Mm-hmm. What if we were? What if they released a version where they tell this story in chronological order? Right. Again, I don't think it would be as good. I think no. it'd be harder to like invest in these characters because you find out so much information about them. Yeah. If it's a, in order. In order. Yes. Whereas this, you're kind of getting a bit of tidbits and you're you're trying to piece things together as you're watching it, and that makes Tarantino so fun, right? To watch. But my favorite, um, my favorite, well, my favorite performance, I think, was Tim Roth. Like, I yeah. really loved him, even though majority of the movie, he's just basically bleeding to death and dying. But he's just, there's something about him I just really liked. Um, I thought he just did such a good job. But my favorite is when, um, so Mr. Blonde, played by Michael Madsen, is got, they, they got a cop after. So they do this heist. They grab a cop. He's in their tr- the trunk of his car, and they bring him into this warehouse where they were all supposed to meet. And they tie him to uh, <clears throat> ties him to a chair and starts pouring gas all over him as the song "Stuck in the Middle" is playing with is playing. And he's dan- just dancing around him, throwing gas on him, and he's just gonna light him on fire. But there's something so fun about the scene because he's like dancing and it's like stuck in the middle with you you know you're like do, 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 as he's about to light this guy on fire which stuck in the middle with you was uh, like tarantino used the entire like music budget for the movie to get the license oh, to that song to get that and that's the like he he went through some songs like the opening scene uh the little uh little green bug little green bug I, my handwriting kind of got messed up but the song at the beginning when they're walking and like introducing all okay. like the actors yeah, yeah, yeah he had like idea like he writes scenes 
for the music. Like he right. almost like starts with the music and then decides what's going to happen after. Fascinating. And yeah, stuck in the middle with you and he's about to torture this guy. I love two of my two film nor Wow. <laughs> film nerd corner <laughs> aspects come both at that part. I mean, the song obviously is really cool. They do the trunk shot, which is pretty much in every Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's always the trunk, yeah. And uh during the scene in which Mr. Blonde is uh, cutting off the cop's ear, mm-hmm. you kind of cut away be- or pans away because we know what he's going to do. You kind of see the see it starting and then it moves away because you know what's going to happen yeah. and he walks away with the ear. Right, right. And it's just like he does such a good job and this movie is so like at moments it's just like, oh yeah, this person died. Like they just kind of say it instead right. of having to show you every gruesome death. Yeah. I would say, though, while I was watching it, I this was my favorite movie when it came out. I was like, who is this guy? Because it is his debut of like writing and directing. So I was like, who is this guy? It's amazing. But I would say as he's gotten as he's gotten more and more movies, I would say this was probably one of my least favorite ones. Like, I like it for sure. But I think he almost gets better and better with with age. Mm -hmm. Like he just it's this was a good starting point. It really was. Just to show what he's about, it was great, you know? But then when I think of other movies like Pulp Fiction or Inglourious Bastards, like, it definitely wouldn't be in my top, like, three or four, right? Like, it would be... It's still great, though. I love Harvey Keitel, too. Like, he's such a good bad guy or whatever that, you know? He's just a good... Like an anti-hero. Yeah. I just really like him. I don't know. something about him. Uh, I love the the Quentin Tarantino verse where we he said later on, like after this movie was made, that Mr. Blonde, a.k.a. Vincent Vega, or uh, I don't remember his first name, but Vega is Vincent Vega's brother from Pulp Fiction. Right. So these two movies take place in the same like world. In the same time. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It, it's just cool how he connects that. And this movie never loses momentum because we're mm-hmm. cutting between the setup of the heist, the actual heist, which isn't really even that much. No, I don't. And then yeah. the aftermath. Right. And a few backstories. Yeah. Right. And then there's a few backstories. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good. It was entertaining. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. I had just forgotten. I said to you, that's a good thing about not having a good memory is it's almost like watching a movie for the first time. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And so that's good. Um, I think that's all, all I had for it too. Although I do love that uh, Tarantino. So I'm not going to say who the presumed hero is. It's mm-hmm. one of those, once you watch it, you can kind of presume who the hero is. Yes. But Tarantino loves arguing that it's not that character. Right. Which it's really not. There's some there's some moral ambiguity. Yeah, for ambiguity? sure. Ambiguity? Yes, you're right. Um, and with these, like, because you just go like, oh, what are you doing, Mr pink or, yeah. and even that seems really funny when he's like yes. why do i have to be pink why yeah. can't i be mr purple yes. and he's like someone from another job's already mr purple yeah and they just have this argument it's not long it's like no, a, yeah. maybe a minute mm-hmm. and it's just funny because oh what and it gets into the offensive of like ah oh, pink sounds like pussy yeah. like that's what well, why do i have to be that and then yeah. eventually he's like all right i'll just drop it yeah steve buscemi is would probably be my second favorite yeah this he movie. was he was really good he was he was around a lot in the nineties. He was great. I don't know where he is now. He just like peace out. Yeah, he he did his jobs. Did it. It's kind of like, I, and it made me think of how all these like big directors because we know Scorsese loves DiCaprio yes. and he loves his like De Niro. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their group. Yeah. And even Tarantino, true. like you look through his movies, and you're like, oh, Tim Roth's in 
Like he's in this, he's in Pulp that, Fiction, yeah. he's in uh, The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Even uh, the guy who played Mr. Blonde, I can't remember his name. but his na- Michael Madsen. Also in The Hateful Eight. Like he right. just kind of like, same with like Wes Anderson. Like you're just bringing these people in yeah. and out of these movies in these different it, roles. if it works, right? That's great. If you find your, your people that you love working with. I wonder who's like the most, I guess, because I guess DiCaprio hasn't worked with. I was trying to think of who is worked with the most like big name right because we think of this group like i throw wes anderson in there with like tarantino scorsese spielberg like i wonder if there's like almost like the six degrees of kevin bacon if there's someone that's worked with like all All of them them. oh good one let's find that out and let everybody know next week we will we'll do that all right um are you good for that yeah i'm good yeah uh our second movie million dollar baby 2004 directed produced starring clint eastwood yeah um my first well i guess so it stars hilly swank she's maggie an expi an aspiring boxer 31 wa- what? like she's 31 years old too and wanting to be a boxer uh she's trained by frankie played by clint eastwood who reluctantly agrees which was probably my most like it's the first maybe like 45 minutes to an hour of the film of like, all right, I want to box. You can't box. I can't train you. You're a girl. And yeah. and, and eventually, because he gets dropped by his big name superstar fighter, then he agrees. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't need it to be this long. No, I definitely didn't need it to be that long. I got it. Like, I got it right away. She's a waitress. She comes from a poor family. You know, she's got all these aspirations. And it's just like this battle between the two. And he finally agrees. And then, you know, he trains her and I, that would probably be my favorite part of the movie. It's just the training and the, I I don't, I don't particularly like boxing movies. I get really, uh, freaked out about head stuff and like concussions and stuff. So I get like really, I just don't like watching it. Um, but the, that is the best part of the movie. The beginning is really long and like takes forever to actually get like going. And then I don't like the ending of it. Like I don't like you know that whole yeah that the it's it is the last 40, 40 minutes and whatever it was it's a fun sports movie until you get to the last 40 minutes yeah it's L- sad yeah it's it's just it's just sad and it's unfair and her family pissed me off more than like it just they infuriated me because she's you know trying to her mom lives in a trailer and there's like babies and I don't know. It's like, you know, somebody's in jail and it's Man. like that kind of trailer park thing. And she bought her mom a house and her mom was so ungrateful. And so like, well, what, I'm now gonna, I'm not going to be get welfare. Be, yeah. Medicare. Now I'm not going to get my welfare and whatever. And she's just like, no, it's okay. And then, you know, something does happen where she ends up, uh, Hillary Swank's character ends up in the hospital and her family, you know, Clint Eastwood t- reached out to them and then they came, but they were there six days before they even went to the hospital to see her. And they all come with like whatever their Disney, shirts, Disney, Disney World, stuff. Disneyland, and they've like, whatever. you know, that's all been, she's paid for everything, obviously. Like she's been sending the money and then they come in and they want her to sign away everything, you know, and it just, they were just awful, awful people. And she tries to manipulate her by saying, this is what your dad would have wanted. Yeah. Is taking care of your family. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It's, it's a like it's such a sad movie there's just it is good in some parts that's the hard part for me is like the parts that are good I do really like it's just that the parts that are bad I really hate it's almost like do it's doing a little too much yeah like it could have been like even I think you could have done two movies with this where you do one about 
the early boxing and she starts having some fights. And then the second one is when you can start doing like, oh, she's this big time boxer and family problems. Like it just seemed like so much jammed into like two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, my one of my questions was, um, are the accents so Hillary Swank's character Maggie is from the Ozarks, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. How much it's kind of been brought up, like right. with the show Ozark and yeah. uh, Winter's Bone. Like, there's a lot of Ozark stuff that I like. I didn't even know about this place. And <laughs> yeah, no, all of a sudden it's like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, are the accents supposed to be endearing? Like, am I supposed to listen to the accent and go, yeah. ah, nice? Uh, that's so beautiful. It's just really not. And also the cameos, A1 cameos. Jay Baruchel, who plays like he's from Texas and his parents just kind of ditched him. Yeah. Um, I think he has a little something wrong with him, too. Yeah. He's a little slower. There's some stuff. Yeah. And uh, his first line, which was not expecting this from a Clint Eastwood movie. This was Tarantino right on par. His first line to Morgan Freeman is like, I, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with you and like doesn't doesn't just say it lightly he goes like hard r with right. the n-word and yeah. um, he's like i don't have a problem with you and it's something where again that's where you learn about his character and you're like okay something is, is there's something off there yes yeah and morgan freeman's character is just like the like loving lovey-dovey you know, hug him and him. just like you're gonna be you're gonna be okay like yeah he really took he took uh uh he took care of him he looked out for him yeah uh, the other two, which it was really funny, Marvel Cinematic Universe fans, Anthony Mackie, small role, plays kind of the jerk. Uh, kind of. He's a full-on jerk. Yeah. He's an asshole, actually, and to her. he gets made fun of really, like he, someone, I think it's Jay Baruchel's character. He makes fun of him because in his last fight, yeah, he's he on fall- the ground. <laughs> yeah. So Jay Baruchel's character lays down and goes, look at me. I'm, I can't remember his name, <laughs> yeah. but... Um, Eventually, he does fight Jay Baruchel, who is not like he's talking about fighting the heavyweight title of the world or whatever. And he's like not even punching a bag. He's just punching the air. Yeah. Um, And Anthony Mackie's friend is Michael Pena. There you go. And it was it's cool to see them. Anthony Mackie, people think he's some hero. Like it was this and Eight Mile were the were the first two things I kind of saw him in. I was like, oh, and now he's evolved into this like he's the hero. Yeah. He looks exactly the same. It freaked me out. I'm like, he is a vampire 100%. <laughs> exactly the same. Like from what year did you say it was? 2004? Yeah. That's cray cray. It is. Uh, Morgan Freeman, his character and also being the narrator was just, it was perfect. Yeah. No, I, I that I part I, I really loved. And the reason why he was telling the story and stuff, like, yeah, that part's great, but. It's a tough movie. It would I would never watch it again. Like it's like I'm good. Yeah. Uh Clint Eastwood I feel like at a point where he just kind of kept playing the same character. Yeah. Someone that didn't want to grow and then he grew. Right. <laughs> I don't want to train this girl. I don't like you Korean people. I don't know if they're Korean. Yeah. I don't like you other people, but then he ends up standing up for them and Yeah. Like it is a good scene when uh uh, it's like her first fight, I'm pretty sure. And she he's trying to coach her. And I kind of like that they made fun of how quiet he talks. Right, Because right. he's standing like way in the back. There's no way she can hear him. He's like, oh, lift, your, lift your left. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman walks up. He's like, do you think she can hear you? <laughs> right. And then they have this moment where whoever the manager was for her was just trying to get her there to lose for the other girl who yeah. he was actually like managing and wanting to win. Right. And then the referee's like, all right, is this your boxer? And he's just kind of like, hey, I don't know. You could just see him like, I don't want to. Right. Yeah. Yes, fine. <laughs> he also says good girl like a lot. It's very patronizing. Mm, yeah. Like it's good girl. Yeah. Good girl. 
Yeah. It's my Clint Eastwood. There you go. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. Besides that, four-time Oscar winner yeah. in the same year, Best oh, Picture. Oh, I think she did a great job. I mean, yeah. that is a hard role. You're learning to fight and bo- or box, and I think she did a, a really great job. It just wouldn't be a movie that I ever need to see again in my life. Like, and that's I'm good. That, that's right? fair. Yeah. Uh, best Picture, Best Director, uh, Actress, and Best Supporting Actor. Wow. For Morgan Freeman. Nice. Eastwood. I'd like to know what that was up against. I'm going to look that up afterwards just to know, like, Best Picture. I just want to know what it was up against. Like, was it really of, the Best Picture that year? Yeah, just curiosity. And, and that's fair. We didn't tease this at the beginning, but we have a new segment. Usually we compete on this show, and I think you still... Somehow we're going to treat this as a competition. I really wanted to make it a competition. And he was like, can it just be for fun? I was like, I don't understand why. But But we're just going to play a game without there being like uh, a competition. I'm going to describe this game and anybody out there can reach out and tell me how we could make this a competition. Okay, I know. So we both have 10 movies that got pre-approved by my girlfriend. We don't have the same movies. Yes. And we're going to try to get each other to guess the movie. So we have four categories, right? We, did, we agreed yeah, on so four. So first one is you're allowed to say one word about the movie. Then see if the person can guess. Then it's... And just like, let's just do one guess because... Like one guess per like thing. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, otherwise like we're just like be here forever, right? Yeah. Rattle them off. Um, and then the second one, you're allowed to say one character, but it cannot be the main character. Oh, I did actor. Oh, character that's the same thing oh, okay well no i think character would be like their oh like who they are in the movie yeah no like i actor. mean actor sorry and then you're allowed to do one quote and then the star of if you, if you that's like our last resort if you really can't get it from that yeah and most of these once you get to the star i we should be pretty well i hope so i'm nervous because i'm not good under pressure i get i get flippy or something i don't know and if anybody out there wants to somehow create this as a competition, please go ahead because we're trying to get each other to guess. I don't know how we would compete because if it was you get a point for trying to get me to guess, then I'm just going to be a jerk and be like, uh, I don't know. Is, yeah, is know. it this? Is it Juno? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, Juno is one of those movies. I'd be so impressed. But we also yeah. w- when we did this, these lists, we thought we would have had to like maybe change some like some of them were the same. But we did we didn't. So 20 now we're, completely different movies. Yes, yeah, so now we're really excited. The only thing I will say, I have one where I can't give you a... It's my first one, so do you want me to go first? Yeah. So I'm going to give you a word, but I can't give you um, the second part of it. I can't give you an actor. Okay. Okay? So I'm going to have to like do the one word you can guess, and then I'll have to go to one quote. You'll understand when you know the movie, but I can't. I just can't. That's, that's fair. There's, a, there's definitely one of the movies where I put an actor, but... If you don't feel like if it gives too much away or whatever, that's fine. But, okay. Okay. So my number one first word is fight. Okay. That's so many different movies. I know that, but it's one word. Um, Rocky. Okay. So I can't give you the actor, but okay. I'm going to give you, here's a quote. Okay. Okay. Getting a character. character here. Okay. Why is it that anytime anything good happens in our lives, you have to find something, anything, the most minor fucking detail to harp on it, to make it ugly, to ensure there's no reason to fucking celebrate? Wow. Okay. So fight. That's a good, that's my first, I'm just going to go top of my head, just throw out my guess. I would say the fighter. Okay. 
I guess it has fight in the title. Um, yeah, the fighter was the only thing I could think of for that. Okay. Now I give you the star. Sure. Zendaya. Fight? Oh, uh, Malcolm and Marie. Yes. So that's uh, why see, I, I, was thinking, that... I was thinking, like, fight, well, because it's only them, too. It... I know, but I don't know how else you describe that movie. Like, it's like, because that's what it is. It's about a fight. Yeah, I was and thinking, like, like, physical I fight. Know. I was thinking, I was two in million dollar baby territory. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta come back. <laughs> okay. All right, you ready for your first one? Yes. All right, first word. Mm-hmm. One word. Silence. A Quiet Place. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to. I'm glad I didn't have to go that far. The one actor I put the girl, Melissa oh, okay. Simmons. And then my quote, I'll show you it after, but I literally just put like stars and then put scream because like what, oh, okay. how many yeah, lines yeah. are in it? It's yeah. just like John Krasinski <laughs> screaming is like the only line. Yeah. And then I had Krasinski as the star. Nice. Um. Okay. Um, your one words might be better than mine because I had a really hard time with it. But okay. That's okay. Okay. So my second movie, my first my first word is secret. Secret. Okay. I also can't think like secret is somehow in the title. Okay. No, it's definitely not in the title. Secret. 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 Who, who's got a secret? Who's got a secret? It's hard because I don't want there to be dead air, but I also want to think. I know. Uh, I know. It is so true, secret, right? Secret. Da Vinci Code. Oh, that was a good guess. No. Thank you. That. Um, okay. My actor is Josh Dumel. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, oh, no, no, no. We watched this movie together in the theater. I uh, love Simon. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good Secret? one. Secret is a good one. Is it yeah. good? Okay. Because I was like, I was going to say teen, but then I was like, I don't know. That's so vague. Teen like, is, Secret is definitely better than just teen. Yay. Okay. Can I say my quote? Yeah. It was, sometimes I feel like I'm stuck on a Ferris wheel. One minute I'm at the top of the world, then the next I'm at rock bottom. Because it's Ferris wheel, right? Yeah. Remember the whole scene in the Ferris wheel. So. That was a cute movie. Yeah, it was really good. All right, ready for my second one? Yes. Uh, my one word. Okay. Slavery. Okay. So my first thought is 12 years a slave. But remember the, the um, word. But it can't wouldn't... be in there. Um, Harriet. Okay, well, I don't want to just guess, right? So what, Harriet's your guess? Yeah. No. Uh, that was a little aggressive. No, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. You're wrong. <laughs> All right, my one actor, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Slavery. And glorious bastards. No, nope. good guess though. Getting closer. Uh, the quote. Uh, I like the way you die, boy. Oh my God! I can totally picture him saying that. I like the way you. I can like I can. I feel like I know that. I like the way you die, boy. Um, it's so hard because, like you say, you don't want like dead air and people being like, "This is so boring." This is also to. this is. I'll let you think for a second, and I'll talk about how if you if you don't get it right, as soon as you hear the star, you're gonna be mad at yourself, and you're gonna know exactly what it is. Really? Yeah. I hope so. I always feel so dumb when you do this. No, like, the star, the star, very much. You're in the right. I'm just. I'll tell you, in Glorious Bastards, you're in the right area. Uh, arena. Tyrannatory. <laughs> <laughs> um it's not Pulp Fiction then it's um Kill Bill what else has he done oh my god Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I don't uh, know very close so the star of this movie is Jamie Foxx um it's not Inglorious Bastard no oh my god 
and and the guys in it christoph waltz is in that one too yeah it's very again the tarantino verse oh my god i cannot think of the name of the movie though see i'm so bad under pressure i get so nervous it's it's okay it's django unchained yes carrie washington's in that too carrie washington i was gonna put dicaprio but i thought that would have that might have made it a little too yeah especially with slavery because he's whatever his name is calvin um okay so my number three movie my word is competition bring it on oh wait no pitch perfect oh that's good no um okay my star is woody harrelson star or just an actor like an actor competition white man can't jump no okay um here's my quote it must be a fragile system if it can be brought down by just a few berries zombie land no do you want my main star yeah jennifer lawrence uh hunger games yes i'm guessing it doesn't matter which one or just the first one Mm -hmm. yeah i just put hunger games all right yeah, Woody Harrelson. That's a good one. He is really good in those movies. I know. Um, it's like Stanley Tucci I had originally, and then I was like, I don't know. I'm maybe a little. That might have been like a little, a little too, too on the nose. Yeah. That's a good one, though. I Thanks. like that. Uh, my number three, my one word, and your mind is going to go a little crazy with this one. <laughs> okay. But it's the only word I could use to describe it. Okay. Mobster. Okay. I, I'll say my first guess will be Goodfellas. And that would be correct. Oh, yay. Because I put the actress Joe Pesci, which I feel like... I might have gone the Irishman for that too, but yeah. Uh, and I feel like the only quote you can use is, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yes, yes. <laughs> so good. Okay, my number four is, my word is heist. Uh, heist is always, I love heist movies. Me too. Um, my first thought would be Italian job. No. Especially for you. You're yeah, a big Italian I job. Know. I did like that movie. Okay, my uh, actor is Scott uh, Kahn. Oh, um, Ocean's Eleven? Yes. Uh, I, he, him and Casey Affleck are like, I'm just going to say low-key my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. Just because they're like the secondary characters, say, but they're really funny. I was going to say Casey Affleck. Man. And then I my quote was, I only lied about being a thief. I don't do that anymore. Remember how he says that? Yeah. George Clooney says it. Is it George Clooney? Is that would have been yeah. your star? Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. All right. Uh, my fourth one, my one word, okay, is quadrilogy. I don't know what that means. It's like you know, like trilogy. Oh, quadrilogy. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like that. I know quad is four, so I'm like okay. Um, uh, like Harry Potter. No, good guess. I uh, think they have like seven, right? Yeah. Well, okay. quadrilogy, like. I, when I say quadrilogy, I think of it as like the fourth installment. Oh, okay. Not necessarily the end, but not necessarily going forward. Okay. Keep it very ambiguous. Okay. Uh, my actor, I put a combination just to see if, if it would really trigger it for you. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. I put them together. Jordan Peele. And it's... Oh, oh, uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Nah, quadrilogy. Nice. Uh, my quote was, I'm trash. Oh, okay. I don't know if I would have gotten it from that. Well, no, because you spent the entire movie thinking about who Forky was, and then it was Tony Hale, and you were like, I, I don't know so... if I've ever seen you more distraught. I was so mad. I was so mad at myself, because I had just been in the Veep world. Like, I, he had been on my screen so much. That was annoying. Yes. And star Tom Hanks. Yes. 
I, 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 for a second, I was like, is it Tim Allen? I'm like, no, it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks for that movie. Woody's story. It is Woody's story. Um, okay, my fifth one is, it's two words, but it's ah is the first word. So, a deal. A deal. Uh, when I think of a deal, I think of a drug deal. And drug deal, um, what other kind of deals are there? Um, I really don't have a guess. Okay. Like, I just... Deal okay. is deal is good. It's good. I it know, gets my head thinking, it's but vague. I know it's it's hard. You can tell me afterwards if you have a better word because it's that's. I think the hardest part was coming up with the one word. Thing. I've I've definitely I did that for some of them. I worked backwards. Yeah. Um. Okay. My star or my main not main star but my other star is Emma Stone. Emma Stone deal. Um. Uh. Not um. I don't think she was actually in those. I was just thinking of what's the one with Jesse Eisenberg and they're like all magicians. I don't oh, think Emma Stone is in that. No, she's not. Uh, Emma Stone deal. Emma Stone deal. Deal Emma Stone. Um, I can't even like think of. She's not in the American whatever American heist. The like Kirsten Bale. No, that was Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I'm really trying to stall as much as I can <laughs> as I'm thinking. Emma Stone and Deal Cruella. No. Um, I don't know if you'll get it from this quote because I wouldn't have like whatever, but it's just like we had to put a quote. So, um, it's not who you want to spend your Friday nights with, but who you want to spend all day Saturday with. Um, uh, the, 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 the Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling one. Um, oh no, but you're on like, like, yeah, it's yeah. La La Land. No. So the star, I well, there's two. I can't decide which one to say, but I think I'll go Justin Timberlake. Deal? Justin Mila Kunis. She's in that? She's in Friends with Benefits? Yeah. Oh, I did not remember. Oh, she breaks up with him at the beginning. Yeah, Justin Timberlake breaks up with Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Or Yeah, yeah there yeah. was a breakup. And, then there, and she's in one other scene or whatever with him, but she's definitely not obviously in it, but... I was going to say Mila Kunis, but... Yeah, they're both the star. When you said Justin Timberlake, the first Justin Timberlake movie I think of is the one when you have, like... I think it's in time, time when yeah. you have the time. time that was a that. good concept. Yeah, it was good. It was Not little... the best execution. No. All right. Um, my next one. One word. Mm-hmm. Centered. Okay. Centered. I'm going to say Inception. I know. Good, good guess. Okay. In the right kind of... My actor, again, the secondary actor, Willem Dafoe. Ooh. Okay, William De William Defoe, and he is centered. centered. I think centered. I'm gonna give you a hint. Centered is more of, uh, not necessarily the plot, but maybe how the movie was made. Okay. I don't know if that helps no. or not. <laughs> uh... I don't think the quote will help you much either it's not a very Sometimes, quotable movie yeah. but the star i guarantee you'll get it once you hear it <sighs> i hope so it's so embarrassing when i don't what kind of pop opinions host am i <laughs> um okay just give me the quote okay if we can uh rudeness is merely the in- the expression of fear rudeness is merely the expression of fear there was another quote in there that i just it was a little too long to put in right um yeah i don't have anything i can't even i like william defoe i can't even think of any movies right now he's in off the top of my head 
like I have a couple, but I know it's not those movies. So I'll throw, I'll paraphrase the other quote to see if it helps. Um, it's something along the lines of, wow, what makeup did they put on you at the morgue? You look great. I need some of that. Wow. That's a good one. I have no idea. And especially because you do love this movie. You're ready for the star. Yes. Ralph Fiennes. Um... Oh, no. Wow. See, I'm told you I'm not good under like the pressure of of trying to guess. Yeah. Um, all I can think of him is in Handmaid's Tale. And that might be his brother. <laughs> so I think of a centered movie with Ralph Fiennes, Willem Dafoe. I mean, I could start rolling off the cast list because it won't. Wow. Ed Norton, uh, Tony Revolori, Saoirse Ronan. Oh my gosh! Um, oh, uh, Grand Budapest. Mm-hmm. Err. Good Defoe. He's he is good in that movie. Actually, that's a good one. I was gonna put Norton, but then I feel like that's a lot of like he's become that he, cast of character, and he's in so much. So many, yeah. That's good though. I that like. I like that. Like, I liked that. I got you, really you on that one. Really got me on that one. Okay, uh, my number six. Number one. The word is adventure. Uh, adventure. When I think of adventure, I think of like the Goonies. Okay, good. Um, my character is, or my actor is Walton Goggins. Oh, I've I when I was looking up the movies that I wanted, he's in like almost all I of know. them. He's in so <laughs> he's much in stuff. So many, and nobody knows who he is. Uh, the only movie I could think of in, in uh, no, Ant Man and the Wasp was the movie that was in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so I can't, yeah, I'll just say the quote because, um, all myths are foundations of reality. All myths. Myths is your kind of your good giveaway or not giveaway, but your clue. Yeah. Myths. Myths. Adventure. Myths. Pretty sure you saw this movie. I really, I would, I think it would be funnier if I didn't. I know it would be actually, maybe you didn't. Uh, Percy Jackson? I, I don't know. Okay. The star of this movie is Alicia Vigcanter. Oh, I forgot he was the bad guy in that. Yes. It's uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Yes. yes. I don't know if they still call it or if it's just it's Tomb just Raider. It's just Tomb Raider. Yeah. That was the old. That was the Angelina Jolie ones. Yeah. All right. My next one. One word. Neurosurgery. Um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was worried. I that feel like give I either away. get it right away or not at all, oh, yeah. even with all the clues. My first actor I've put, uh, I put Tilda Swinton. Oh, okay. Probably would have given it away then. Yeah. Uh, my quote was, "I've come to bargain." I didn't put Dormammu because I think that's a little too on the nose for that movie. Right, right. Obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch, the star of that movie. Obviously. Um, okay, number seven. My word. And sorry, it's so vague, and I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Family. I know, but I don't. Okay. My only guess for that, and I just think it's funny, is Fast and Furious. That's <laughs> so funny. No. Because in like every movie, he's always like my family or oh. like mi familia. Um, okay. My person is Emily Blunt. Okay. Well, couldn't be Quiet Place because I already did that one. Family and Emily Blunt. Uh, remember, she's like. Oh, a... uh, Mary Poppins. No. Remember, she's like a, a little character. Oh, yeah, she's not the main character. 
I don't know that many Emily Blunt. Like, I think I've seen her in a lot, but I just don't remember all of them. Yeah. Family, and she's like a side character. I don't know. I'm so excited I get to do this quote. Okay, let me just get my... Get into character, give you a moment. Because I'd be such a good actor as soon as they said action. I Couldn't even say action. No, I couldn't even. I would be a mess. Okay, ready? Yeah. You are a murderer of love. Wow, I feel like that really should have given me... No, it didn't. It really didn't. You are a murderer of love. Uh... You are a murderer of love. It's just... I think it's Emily Blunt that's really throwing me off. Yeah. Like, I just can't... It's because she's in, like, literally one scene. Oh. Well, you're... That's the way you're supposed to do. That's the rule. I know, but one scene... uh... She's like, yeah, there's much bigger people than that. All right, what, who's who's the star? Steve Carell. Um, you're a murderer of love. So I imagine it's him saying that. No, it's not. It's actually his daughter saying it to him. Oh, is this crazy stupid love? No. Oh, what is it? Dan in real life. Oh, man. remember Britt Robertson? She's like in love with her. She's like seven, sixteen, or seventeen, and she's in love with her boyfriend, and he comes out to see her or whatever, and then he's like. No, he's got to go or whatever. And then she screams out of me or murder. But family's a hard one because they're all meet at this cottage to like close it up. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I was like, I don't know. Cottage. Like I was like, I don't know what word I would use for this. Right? My head was definitely not. I was thinking somewhere in like the this is where I leave you. That's where my head oh, went. Yeah. But not her in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My next one. This is probably I'm going to say this is probably my favorite one. OK. I'm all excited right. to not get it. My okay. one word. Getaway. Getaway. Baby driver. You just you either get it right away or you <laughs> don't know. get it at all. I think your one words are good though. Just uh yeah. Actor Jamie Foxx, my quote was uh this is Mike Myers. <laughs> and obviously star Ansel Elgore. Yeah. Great movie. It is a great movie. I was gonna put just like soundtrack, but I'm like, no, he's a getaway driver. He is. What's great about the movie is the first like hour and a bit or whatever, and then it does get a little bit whatever but the way they edit it to the music and the when he's driving the car is incredible it's so good it felt like one of those movies where like the day before the movie came out they're like oh wow, we need an ending okay uh he dies but he's not dead and he kills the other shoot, guy and then we shoot everybody and then we're yeah it just gets silly but i mean up until then it's such a good movie mm-hmm. okay my number eight my word is bombs hurt locker yes nice good job that was, a, that was like a really that was a good one word okay because it works with the movie yeah. right like it's yeah it's, it's hard bombs but my person was gonna be anthony mackie he is and he's ever the like that was like again that's when he started becoming the hero to me right right yep good what was your quote from that um the older you get the fewer th- the fewer things you really love and by the time you get to my age maybe it's only one or two things jeremy renner says it hmm, interesting yeah all right, my next one, my one word, and I'm just gonna say I'm I'm a little bit. It this is another. You're gonna get it here, or you're gonna have to wait till the star. <laughs> right, and maybe not even then. Yeah. No, you you would know it from the star. Okay. Uh, my one word, Polaroid. Um, Polaroid. Oh, uh, uh Kodachrome. Co- no, that's no. good. That's, oh, that's right. a good, a yeah. good guess though. Okay. Uh, secondary actor, actor, uh, Joe. Pantolano. Okay. Pantolano. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, Polaroid. Polaroid. And him. 
Yeah, no. No? All right. No. Quote, uh, we all need memories to remind ourselves who we are. We all need memories to remind ourselves who we are. Very, mm-hmm. very. I'll read it one more time and just, we okay. all need memories to remind ourselves who we are. Not necessarily who would be saying it, right. but more of just the words in the it. The words in it of just like, yeah, we need of who we are. Wow. I've got like literally crickets up there. I swear. I'm like ready player one is the only one. <laughs> it's the only per- like I don't even know why that came in my head. But I was thinking of like who we are. Like I was trying to think of like characters that would say something like that. But obviously the Polaroid's throwing me because I'm thinking... And then memories, Polaroid. Okay. All right, ready for the star? Yeah, I really hope I get it right away, though. It's irritating when I don't. All right, so you're thinking memories, Polaroid, Guy Pierce. Oh, memento. I thought the Polaroid. Yeah, I thought that was, no, that was good. That was really good. Especially when I looked, was looking uh-huh. at quotes and I'm like talking about memories. That's that's all that movie's about. Yeah. I'm gonna say sure. if that's on this list somewhere, and by some miraculous thing we pick it today i'm gonna be so mad because i love that movie but i still don't know what happened (laughs) right you still don't understand we'll have to look when it's over and see if it's on our list and it's not like i didn't watch it i really paid attention it's a confusing movie though yeah like it obviously some things just happen right in front of you but i feel like there's some like hidden meaning that i don't get and it makes me really mad (laughs) it's been four years since i watched that movie and i still still think (laughs) it gives me nightmares it still haunts you that's awesome um okay this is gonna be one you'll get probably either right away or not but um okay my word is drugs uh first movie that came into my head limitless oh that's good no um okay my character or my actor is katherine hahn drugs uh katherine hahn and drugs definitely not something i relate to often i don't know we're the millers yes oh drugs oh because they're smuggling drugs i always that forget the, i always the whole forget point that, of the movie i always forget that that's like the whole because it seems like a whole like family wholesome movie and then they're moving a bunch of drugs i love trying to find my quote though because there's so many quote there's so many quotables oh. but i did you you got no you have no regrets yeah that not even you, like a single letter <laughs> right that is the that is the best quote of that movie yeah no, man. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, because <laughs> you're speaking English. Because and... <laughs> yeah, he also is like, it's uh, it's almost like a character from Made Simple Rules. So he's like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I mean. No, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so you have one more after this one, right? I do. All right. Uh, my next one. One word. Again, this is, I'm realizing a trend of like, if you don't get it on the first word, <laughs> I don't you have to wait. It. No. Yeah. All right. My one word. Okay. Drums. Oh, um. Ooh, I'm going to go Whiplash. Yep. After, I was going to do Sound of Metal. Yeah, I put Paul Reiser. Like I, oh, I don't, God, I wouldn't have. Yeah. And then the quote was not my tempo. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would have, that would have been close. Like it definitely would have gotten the wheels turning. Yes, for sure. And then obviously, again, I put a slash. I'm like, is it J.K. Simmons? Is it Miles Teller? It's I know. kind of both of them. It is. It really is. That is a good one. Because I don't know which one I would say is the star. But mm-hmm. okay, my last one. Num- my word is revenge. Revenge. That makes me think of the show. Um, revenge, revenge. Great show. Who wants revenge? Who's getting revenge? Is it revenge, avenge? We're the revengers. <laughs> um, 
Ah, uh, revenge is a hard one. It is hard. I know. Uh, I'll go because this is to me the ultimate revenge film. I'll go Kill Bill. Okay. Um, no, that's not it. Um, sorry, my person is uh T.J. Miller. Do you know who he is? Uh, I'm pretty sure if it's I'm gonna look it up. Uh, uh no, don't just well, in case. But he has like the curly hair, right? Curly hair, yeah. Uh, the only movie I could think of him in right off the top of my head is Deadpool. Yes, that's oh, it. Nice. Yeah. I still haven't watched that. I know. So but. I was like, huh, maybe I'll put that one. Maybe he'll watch it, even though he was supposed to when I want to bet. And I will still watch it. Man of my word. This is what this is my quote. Sorry, I used humor to deflect my insecurities. Plus, I'm hilarious, so don't hate. I don't Ryan like, Reynolds. It, maybe that is. Maybe Ryan Reynolds just is that character. Uh-huh. That's just who he is in real life. Totally, I think so. All right, you ready for the last one? Last one. Again. Yeah. I, I this, <laughs> this one. I think. I think you get it on the first word. Okay. Are you ready? Don't put pressure on me. Sunken. Titanic. No, that's okay. That's good. Uh, uh, secondary actor. Okay. Lakeith Stanfield. Okay. Um. A lot of a lot of his movies. I know, He's I'm been just in a lot. To think of the. Well, it's not the one we just watched. Nope. Okay. All right. Quote. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually so happy I get to say this quote. <laughs> uh, you know, I would have voted Obama for a third term. I would have voted Obama for a third term. Oh my god, I have no idea. Obama. It's not, it's, it's a, again, a very minor line in the movie, but yeah. once you get the context of this movie, right. you're like, I don't remember this line, but it makes sense someone in this someone movie would say would it. say that, yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea. All right, the star, and similar to Judas and the Black Messiah, it is Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, Get Out? Yeah. It's the dad says that to him. Right. Like, they're just standing there talking. He's like, yeah, I would have voted Obama for a third term. They do, so, that movie oh, is just... so well done for... And for, like, a horror thriller, like, there's, like, two jump scares in it. Yeah. And it just builds suspense, and... It's just so... It is just so well done of just the... This, the events and yeah. how they lay them out. Yeah, that was fun. That I, was really fun. That was really, really fun. The, the, I think the one word was good because I think you were a lot better with the one word. Oh, I don't think so. But well, Oh, like guessing yours. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was really bad at picking. A couple of them were good, like drugs. Yes, it's We Are the Middle or whatever. Like, yeah. But like Dan in real life, I'm like, I don't know how to give one word. Like it's just a family gathering yeah. at a cottage. So I don't know how to like, you yeah, know. If you said cottage, I probably would have said Cheaper by the Dozen too. Right. That to me is a great cottage movie. It is a good cottage movie. All right. You ready for yes. movie pick for next week? Yes. Yes. I don't think they can hear you. Oh, sorry. No, Re- it's you can. I'm just kidding. Let's do it really. Pick up. Okay. All right. 72. 72, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yes! Mind. I'm so excited. I love this movie. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay. Because that's Jim Carrey, right? Yeah. It's not like existential Kate. Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's Kate Winslet and him. It's good. Yeah, I want you to actually watch it. Like, watch it. I'll watch it. We'll okay. watch it together. <gasps> Yay, this weekend, though. Okay. I don't like leaving it till the last minute. You know that. I do. I, I double dipped the movies just today before we recorded. Did it drives me crazy? This one, this one. Uh, number fifty-eight. That is Pirates of the Caribbean wow. and the Curse of the Black Pearl. I don't know if I've ever seen any of those movies, so I that's kind of fun. Have seen them. The, the only thing is, like, if it's not the first one, it's kind of hard. Like, 
Because you don't know the backstories. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, if you if you need to, I'll give you some Pirates of the Caribbean, like discourse updates. Right. But yeah, I might need that for sure to write it down before I forget. I was gonna say it's it's almost like Indiana Jones that I don't think we liked it as much because we hadn't seen the other ones. Yeah, it is hard. You're not in it, right? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I'm happy about those. That's so hard. Like, that's such a long... Both of them are so long. Like, the titles. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> The Curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> I do love Johnny Depp, though. Yeah. He, like, him in that role is, like, maybe not his best, but it's one of the ones that just suited him so well. Right, right. Well, Case, you got anything else? I have nothing else. Let's go have some dinner. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.